Hello, everybody. Live from a dejected Los Angeles, it's the Ozone. I'm your host, Omar Miller, and I'm here with Tolan Terry, my brother, the icons. And I have to say, we're going to cover the game, the Dodgers and the Brewers. Not as much of a surprise to me as the Astros being eliminated by the Red Sox yesterday. And I'm here with my brother, Trollin' Terry. It's Omar Miller here. Icons, how do you feel about the game that just happened? Uh, it seems like it, that could be the beginning of the end for the Dodgers. I felt like they needed to close them out tonight, and they didn't get it done. Because now I have to be just, honest, I feel the same way. I feel like they really needed to close out tonight. Yeah, and it's not anything on Walker Bueller, but I don't think that he's up for the task. You know. Now, this is where we disagree. I think Walker Bueller is up for the task, and you're going to have Kershaw coming right behind him. My, my, uh, my issue is this. The Dodgers have what I saw just helped to get the Astros eliminated. They have this nonchalance about the game that is really feels like, oh, well, we're getting back to the World Series. It's, it's like they feel like it's a given. And you saw them shake that off after they lost that game in L.A., the first game that they lost in L.A., game three. And it's right back. Guys are once again striking out like crazy, swinging for the fences. They had uh, uh, Miley in trouble in the first inning after the home run by going up the middle and going the other way, and then they just completely abandoned it. Unfortunately for Dodger fans, the Brewers actually woke up and realized, oh, we can hit the ball the other way too and go up the middle. And with guys picking, it worked out. And it always works. It's not like it's rocket science. It's not like we're telling you guys something that a billion other people haven't learned over the last hundred years. It's just that in the new game of baseball, they want to use analytics and everybody Have wants guys to get playing out of position. Let's I mean, speak Max, on that. This is really, really disturbing. Max Honestly, Mon they might have lost the game on an analytics play. I have to score one for analytics with David Freeze. Because David Freeze came up and went deep. <laughs> so, hey, score one for analytics. I won't front when it's right. But point number two, what are we dealing with? Max Muncy's playing second base? Over over Dozier. And then, and then now see, a lot of people are going to be upset at Brian Dozier for not turning that double play, which then gave up another run, which didn't really matter. But it wasn't it, – it was bad. It, it was not a, a major league play that he made. Part of the problem is, is if you don't play all the time, then your skills aren't as sharp. No. You can simulate it in practice. It's not the same as actually being in a game flow for a guy that's been a starter the last, what, six years, five years, something like that? Yeah. I mean, Dozier's been in the league for longer than five or six years. Dozier's, you know. Well, he's been a man acceptable. for five or six years. Yeah, and even with Matt Kemp. Now, I, I just Matt Kemp only has 14 at-bats now. Well, in the postseason. In the because postseason. That, was his, that was his 10th at-bat that you just saw. That was his tinted bat for him to end the game. Why is Matt Kim getting a hack to end the game unless Dave Roberts is actually recognizing he needs to start him tomorrow? Right. Well, you know, it, it could be too late because now you're asking him to perform in a situation where he hasn't gotten a chance to work off the rust. You need you need hacks, man. You you need to he get has. your you need, to get you need reps in baseball. It doesn't matter what, what position, offense or defense, you need reps. Uh and, and it's really disappointing to see the team succumbing to the money ball concept. Because you got Cody Bellinger and Cindy Field taking terrible routes to the ball. You, and that and, and tomorrow that could really come to haunt you because tomorrow's game. I mean, I know you have faith in Bueller, but Bueller Bueller has uh an ERA that's close to six. So it's gonna be very, very hard. You know, I, I just don't feel like 
he's 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 the right kind of pitcher to shut that team down. Right. Because he's a fast uh, he's a fastball pitcher and they, and that's that's something that they hunt. You know, it helps them out a lot more than you know, when, when you got a, a soft tosser, that's what Chachin is bringing to the table because the Dodgers really don't want to see that. They want to see a guy who's trying to bring Velo out there to bring some velocity, and that's the same reason why Miley gives them a problem. Yeah, yeah. I, I just refuse to believe that, that Julius Chassin can shut you down two times in the series. I just unbelievable to me. Uh, tomorrow you're going to be able to see, in my opinion, who's going to win the game based on the lineups. If the Dodgers come with this funky, wonky lineup with uh, the brass monkey that they, they've been playing around with, with playing guys out of position and whatnot, this is it. They're not going to win. Um, I really don't. I don't believe that. I think they have to go back to a more traditional approach and get a better lineup. I like Chris Taylor at the top of the lineup. I'm not mad at Jock Peterson at the top of the lineup. I need Matt Kemp in my lineup. I need Brian Dozier in my lineup. And I need Manny Machado in the three-hole, preferably to the four, to be honest. I would, uh, you know, to me, that's going to tell the tale. Well, and, I, well, when it comes to Jack Peterson, I'll be surprised if he can play tomorrow because I wouldn't doubt if he has a fracture. He's got a broken hand. I agree. I agree. Well, I mean, he got hit literally dead on. So don't be surprised if he's not in the game. Yeah, but the 96-mile-an-hour fastball right on the wrist, that doesn't really usually work out that well. And even when you saw his last at bat, it didn't look good. No, it didn't look good. You can break your hand with a 70-mile-an-hour fastball, let alone 97. Yeah. Really ugly look. Um, Now, yeah, tomorrow, you know, you're going to see Chassin, but you're going to see Hayter for a minimum of three innings, unless it's a blowout. You, the kid is going to throw tomorrow, and he's going to be well-rested, and he's a starter in waiting, so he's going to be available to throw for them for three innings. And, you know, if you get one chance of seeing this kid, good luck. Yeah, now you know what? And the Dodgers need to get the Chachin early. If they don't they get, get him early. Inside of four innings, in my opinion. Inside of four innings because the Brewers are looking for a bullpen game. And yes. this, and you'll be playing right into their hands if you don't get him out of there early because they want to play a bullpen game, but they don't want to go to the bullpen that early because they'll have to pay the if they if they make it either one of these teams either one of these teams would have to play the Red Sox on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, which is a few days uh, away for rest. Once you're playing on Saturday, you got Sunday, Monday to rest. Uh, but ultimately, getting off of this this series, I I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I I'm just going to root for the Dodgers, but I don't, I can't really call it. I think the Dodgers really blew it by not getting it done tonight. Um, yeah, and I, it, their intensity wasn't there. And it, and it the wasn't there. wasn't there. David Friesen was there. Everybody else's wasn't there. There's, there's a cockiness that I see from the Dodgers that's really disappointing more than anything. Because you guys didn't win anything. You won the no. National League, but, but you didn't win like the World they Series. to go again. Yeah, it's just like it's, a, it's an automatic. It's just a gimme. And the Brewers layup, even when you got them on the verge of elimination. So, wow. I, you know, I don't like that. I don't like the approach whatsoever. Um, and yet, at the end of the day, I don't really feel like either one of these teams can be the best team in baseball. No. And that is the Boston Red Sox. And the Red Sox showed that they are the best team in baseball. They destroyed the Houston Astros last and, and night. Which is something I did not expect to hear this year. I, I did not say expect this year. to hear or see it. So, yeah. <laughs> and and unfortunately I had to see it 
But it was a great game saying. to watch. Not like these games. The Dodgers. Great the games. Dodgers. All of their games were great games to watch. Yeah. But actually watching the Brewer Dodger games is sort of painful. And watching the Astros and the Red Sox play is very entertaining because they played the game the right way. And Both if you're teams. a purist or if you love the sport and know the details about the sport, you appreciate what they do. They make small, small mistakes and then the other team will take advantage of the small mistakes. Which and then is, it becomes just like a heavyweight bout or a title fight. It becomes a yeah. game of adjustments. Yeah. And, and, and the Red and Sox it, were able to make less mistakes than the Astros, which is a surprise because the Astros, by and large, play really good baseball. Yeah, and the defense, I mean, is impeccable. Yeah, and they played themselves. Uh, first and foremost, with the homie Candy Maldonado behind the plate. And you're just <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, I said first and foremost with the homie Candy Maldonado behind the plate. And, and yes, I know his name is not Candy Maldonado. <laughs> I wonder if they're related. I wonder. I wonder if they're related. You know, but it's it's uh, it was a problem. The defense was a problem for them. There were a couple plays that were played poorly. And honestly, when I look back at the series, the only Red Sox faux pas that I saw was when Nunez was at third and he let the ball go under his glove. Yeah. Outside and of that, I didn't see the Red Sox making errors. It, and the defense, I mean, that, that outfield defense is ridiculous. So you good luck on trying to get anything to fall because they're not they're not worried about anything falling in front of them and they're not worried about anything getting over their head. Even the even the catch that Ben Attendee caught to end the game, it, he made it look easy, but that was a tough play. He had to go get that. He had and, to go get it. And uh, and you're talking about the last game, not this not the the spectacular catch before that, right? No, yeah, I'm talking about this last game to to, to yeah. finish off the series, the, the, the clincher. Yeah, that yeah. was the deep deep fly ball. So, I, and I'll say this: good luck for the other outfield going to play balls off of Fenway that you don't know how to play. Right. And and also, Wade Miley, let's say the Brewers go. Wade Miley's an American League pitcher that was an American League East pitcher that is not going to be effective because they know what he brings to the table. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he was on Baltimore. He was in their division. And they uh, they weren't impressed. I don't. They, I don't, they, I, they busted him up consistently. I remember Wade Miley before he got traded to Seattle. I remember thinking to myself, "I'm surprised Wade Miley's still in the league." Well, you know, and Wade Miley's a five and diver, and that's not going to really work against him. I don't feel like I like the way I that like, I, I, honestly, I like the way that Council is coaching coaching the series. But I don't really feel like if, unless you have an elite bullpen like the the Tampa Bay Rays, I don't feel like they have that kind of bullpen that can slow down the Red Sox. Well, this is that's I was just I couldn't get it out fast enough. I didn't mean to cut you off, but that's what I was gonna say. I don't even think their bullpen is uh is gonna phase the Red Sox. Because you're not just gonna throw the ball by the Red Sox. You don't see them chasing bad pitches. So unless they take a dose of watching this bad baseball and it rubs off on them, which I do not think is gonna happen, because it didn't happen over the course of 162 games. I know why it would happen over the course of seven more games. But uh unless that happens, you're gonna have to throw them strikes. And guys like J.D. Martinez are not guys that are just – he's not a power guy. He hits for power, but he's a great hitter. Mookie Betts is a great hitter. Benintendi, great hitter. Xander Bogarts, clutch hitter. You got a lot of guys out there who can get the job done. The only chance that I see either of these teams really having is when they go to the National League ballpark and they lose the DH. And honestly, I don't think that's going to be enough. I think yeah, the Dodgers what? would fare better than the than the Brewers would because they have deeper starters. 
But I, I if, if you're not going to play the game the right way, you're not going to beat the Red Sox. Yeah, more than likely, you're looking at getting swept if you're not going to play the game the right way because you more can't make like, a lot of mental mistakes. You can't, which lead to the physical mistakes. You just can't keep making a bunch of mistakes. The pitchers have to hit their spots. You you can't have pitchers throwing three innings and then think you're going to bring them back. And you it's know, not it, going to work. That's not going to work against them because they keep the pedal to the metal and they don't ever stop grinding out at bats. They don't stop grinding out in the defense. I mean, you, you have a small window for for mistakes. And honestly, they. I feel like they're going to be tougher to beat than the Astros were last year. Man. Man, going to be tough. Going to be really, really tough. And I'm, I'm to see them do that to the Astros, 4-1 to the Astros, the Astros won 103 games. The Yankees won 100 games. They ran through both of those teams like they were nobodies. Like water for chocolate, mate. <laughs> <laughs> they knocked them spark out, yeah? <laughs> knocking stalk eye. Yeah, yeah, man. So, you know, it's going to be an entertaining game tomorrow. I'm hoping for I'm hoping for a tight one. Uh, if I was a gambling man, I'd bet the under for whatever it is. I don't think it's going to be a lot of offense like there was today. And one thing that you'll notice about professional athletes in general, but Major League Baseball players especially, they have the ability to turn on their focus and tighten up. And what I think you're going to see is that tomorrow. Uh, I could be wrong, but we will find out. I'm looking at a six to four or something like that, probably. You're thinking about high game. Yeah, because it's going to be a bullpen game, and everybody's bullpen is pretty much exhausted at this point. And what they've and what the Dodgers have done with their bullpen, especially demoralizing Alex Wood and everything like that, so you won't be able to use him. And who everybody pitch to? today and pitching tomorrow. Right. I think this, I think the order that they're looking for is Bueller, Kershaw, Jansen. I think that's what they're looking for: Bueller, yeah. Kershaw, Baez, Jansen. If and by as if absolutely necessary. Whereas Kershaw's got three days rest. Kershaw's got three days rest. And that so definitely puts the Dodgers at a disadvantage if they against the Red go, Sox. Yeah. Yeah, against the Red Sox because you're talking about Bueller throwing and Kershaw throwing. But I mean it has to be. It has to be all hands on deck. It's all hands on deck. This is the, the this is game seven. There is no tomorrow. So yeah, I don't know. I mean I was very I was not surprised at the, the way that the Red Sox got to Justin Verlander because that was a questionable call before and Verlander's only human. But what I was impressed with was how the, the Red Sox pitchers were able to shut the Astros down. The Astros scored an astronomical amount of, of runs this year, folks. It's crazy. And you're nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's all we got. We're going to come back at you after Game 7 with a little uh, World Series preview. Hopefully we'll have something interesting to talk about. This is an espresso shot of the Ozone. Thank you for listening. Ozone. I'm just living the dream.